Well, we're here again. Now we are. Sal's <laughs> here again this week. Yeah, because Lane has to deal with things. Yeah. And because he is a responsible adult. So I'm just having fun. Yeah. Am I passe now? <laughs> you're a main you're a main member again. I'm still guest star. Has that been declared? I didn't know that. You've been here for most of King Oja. Yes, 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 well, alright. I, I refresh Cell's ch- champion model in the overlay. <laughs> I thought you were just cheating on me. But oh! That's a lot of questions I don't want any answers to. We're all here! <laughs> And I'm here too. Someone do the thing. She's a roll call. Oh. <laughs> Nailed it. Connect. Loading. Broadcast. Perfect. Show running Super Savant. Rebel up. Bluecaster. Super Ichi. Researcher of the Tokuverse. Ultracaster. A spark of courage, the power of dreams. Orange caster, global soft perka. Respecting the source material. Green caster, Zenshi. Trauma inducer, North caster, Saga. Casting, criticism, comedy, chaos. Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. On air. Oh my god, if you put Lane's head on that uh, tombstone, my head on the face. <laughs> <laughs> Someone do it. No, actually do it. <laughs> I, I shared his model, Cell's model earlier, someone can do it. <laughs> that. Please, someone do it. So, someone make it, and then we'll just send it to him. Someone and just went, okay. Like, I'm, I'm lost, what? You'll see eventually. <laughs> So this is why I'm not on the show. <laughs> I have no idea where the fuck the cut is going to be, but welcome to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger, episode 437. It's episode Bronzong. Nice. Bronzong. I got the name right this time. So let's uh, let's review Bronzong for a second. Uh, where did you fall for you with Pokemon? It's literally Metagross, but defensive. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so how does he poop? Uh, where do you? Where the fuck do you think? On his chin, apparently. I, I'm guessing the giant gaping hole underneath a of him. Fucking cloaca. Do you think that it's like a continuous stream of small poops, or do you think that it's one big? <laughs> like one big Play-Doh out of the can? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I, mean, I hate maybe, it. No. Okay. Maybe no. he's like Bender and he shits bricks. <sighs> what if he has to pee? I imagine it comes out of the arms. Well, no, it could be like you said, a cloaca situation where it's all just one thing. Welcome to Cast Ranger. We are a bunch of uh, Toku nerds who get together every week to talk about Kamen Rider, Super Sentai, and a third thing. The pooping habits of Pokemon. No, we're done with that. We're moving on. <laughs> this week we're talking about Geeks episode 36, King Ogre episode 12, and our feature topic is Gakuen Tokuso Hikaruan, which is a one-shot OVA from the Metal Hero franchise. I wonder why it was one-shot. Yeah, I can't imagine why they didn't do a sequel. You know what? This had a lot to say. But we'll get to yeah, that just, in a bit. Just, I just think it's neat. <laughs> that was That is the reason why I picked it for the feature. T- well, that and Amignorph was coincides with this week's episode's release. So you really you felt like phoning like, it in? I, I felt like funny. It, it, it was supposed. And, it was supposed to be a part of Metal April, and also because it's like, an anime. 
Also, yeah, it's an anime, and I'm like, oh, we could finish Futo PI, but then I was like, yeah, I don't want to watch like six episodes of Futo PI in one week. How about how about an OVA? Okay. Oh, so this this resulted from laziness. Okay. You know what? I can so, support it. That that that, that so, follows the theme. Welcome to the cast. We should get there. With we have stuff to say about it. That yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> but first, it's time for news mode. News mode. And our first news story is a big one because we have the announcement of the next Common Rider series. Common Rider Gotchard? 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 Yeah, so, yeah, my the first. The immediate, yeah, Twitch chart. Yeah, so the Go. immediate thing, guess, that I think most people are making is that Gotcha comes from Gotcha, as in like Gotcha games. Yeah. And maybe the ARD comes from card, so maybe it's about like maybe it's about video game card. Wait, or... so it's it's just the the common writer constantly trying to get the S plus and cursing when he doesn't. Yes. Someone trying someone trying to get the yeah the mythic rare yeah. If if it's something related to Gomberizing, that would be an interesting direction to go. What is that? It's Gomberizing is the Kamen Rider arcade game that actually uses cards and gimmicks as like to choose which riders you play as. Okay, interesting. Or, and hear me out. Shard could stand for Chardonnay. <laughs> oh, so it's a sequel to Kamen Rider G? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. We're actually gonna get a canon wine rider. <laughs> oh fuck! I mean, G showed up in a movie in the last couple years. That's cool. Yeah. You know what? Jam- they- it's Champanger. <laughs> Isn't that what we started? Champanger. Isn't that what we referred to as the fucking Zenith Ranger and whatever the fuck Nick Cosmic Fury? Oh god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Zenith Ranger from Cosmic Fury. Yeah, we started calling him Champanger. That's Gamba Rider. His face is literally just a screen because yeah, you change him into different yeah, riders. Yeah, that's cool. I like the arm. I think it's alright. Yeah. And not just because it's green, guys. <laughs> a little bit because it's green. It's mostly because it's green, but And yeah, that's Gun Rider G for anyone who hasn't seen that. It's basically Fies. So yes, the, all we have right now is the name Comrade Gotchard. We don't, we have no idea what it is yet, but that's the guess so far. Okay, quick question. Like, don't overthink quick it. Answer. But as going off of Geats, what would you want to see? Mm, I don't know. I think it would be really, really sussy if they went from loot boxes to Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, can I just? Say- we're totally not trying to indoctrinate your kids. By the way, check out these new power-ups that they got from spinning the gotcha wheel. You figured it it's out. It's not gambling, guys. Wow. It's not gambling if you're trading tokens. It's wait. not gambling. It's terrorizing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I can't wait to see what the pity pull is. But I would like... You know what? I would like to see a, like a UCRSRSSR kind of situation for like the power. Oh, where like the gimmicks all have rarity rankings? Yeah. Like maybe they, they're fighting something and they get resources from each fight that they're in and they use those resources to do a 10 pull. Didn't they kind of do that? In- <laughs> and that 10 pull gets them power ups. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of did the... Yeah. We kind of already did that in Geats. Where it's... And that's my point. 
It's I, not it, about the show anymore. It's about trying to get the kids to gamble. <laughs> <laughs> and John Toei is like, fucking assassinate them. Fucking assassinate the Cats <laughs> Rangers. I would be interested to have another card-based show, I'll tell you that, because it's been a while. Yeah, well, since we've walked the card lines. And I, you know what? If it was gotcha, because TCGs are gotcha. It's just they, like, oh yeah, trading card games are literally gotcha. You are doing a ten pull yeah. when you open a booster pack. Yeah, booster packs, yeah. <laughs> Most things are gotcha now that I think about it. Yeah, <laughs> gambling for resources. It's, it's awful. <laughs> so the true strat is to buy the form you want off of eBay. Yes, <laughs> except you can't do that in gotcha games <laughs> unless someone, some cheat writer, comes in later. What a lot of people tend to do is they tend to actually give the password to a, a player who has a lot of resources and just have them pull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a strange <right>. thing. <laughs> but yeah, so that's... Things that's, people do for PNGs. <laughs> that, uh, they're JPEGs. Uh, no, they're PNGs. Yeah. If they were JPEGs, they'd be much lower quality. Pingus. Sure. So yeah, so hard. Shocking. But, sorry, go ahead. Yay! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> Someone send that to Lane. <laughs> Put it up. Sell, send it to Lane right now. <laughs> You're saying, Gar? It's a good edit. Oh, I was just saying, it's a bit surprising to think that we already are going into the fifth Rayla show. Yeah. It's like, damn. Ow. We're on I kind of like want to see. Like, like I expect in like, I expect in like six years to see like a decade. Right, like, what ten year movie? Yeah, like no, like yeah, where it's like you have like the decade of Raywo Riders. It'll be decade and Zio again, <laughs> or at least they will be in it. You guys aren't real. Well, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. God, but, right. but yeah, I love Common Rider Gochard. I, I expected a follow-up joke there. No, 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 that's the joke that I'm just not going to pronounce it right. Oh, okay. <laughs> we also, don't know how it's pronounced. Also, a bit odd to uh, go from Geets to Gochard. Two G's, yeah. GG. Yeah, two yeah. G's. It oh. will be game themed. GG. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are playing. Oh that's God. what the crossover movie will be called. I was just about to say that's the crossover Common movie. Common yeah, Rider GG. Tyson GG. Common Rider X. Common Rider. Freaking GG. GG final. Retiring the podcast. We figured out Rider. Oh my god. It's all been leading to this. Oh, I, I said that as well, and then the show went 180. What's not being recorded? Uh, the screen. Oops. I don't know why it keeps doing that. At least I fixed it early this time. Sorry, buddy. And I preemptively resolved the issue that caused last week's episode to crash because the fucking OBS had replay buffer on, and I turned that shit off. I'm going to post that picture again just because it wasn't recording and I... No, 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 the, the oh. chat was being recorded, oh, okay, just okay. not the other side when we were looking at the, the name. Decker, thank you. That was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> GG no revise. <laughs> like, I mean, I could actually see it, something called that. We're on the first uh, topic still. <laughs> yeah. The first uh, ad.
All right. Next news story. Yeah. Speaking of Geats, we got the uh, magazine scans showing his upcoming final form, Geats uh, 9, I guess. The boot. Oh, yeah. Boost Mark 9. So, Boost Mark 3 is about to show up in the episode that airs this weekend. So, we haven't even gotten his in between form, and we already have the official reveal of the next version of it. It's a cool belt. Oh, because it has nine tails. Yes. I will say, oh, he was the Hokage. The shoulders and the cape look fucking awesome on this. Yeah, Tamamo, no, my god. I'm gonna need to see at some point all their forms next to each other. It's yeah. Like... Um. So yeah, it looks like the way this works is Boost Mark Three is like part of the belt, and then it. I think I don't know if there's like a second part that combines with it or if it just like expands. And I, th- I think the way he reaches the form is by revolving. That's why there's this weird circular shape on like around the, the waist. And I kind of don't like that because it draws your eyes towards it. And it's more like, look at my belt slash dick. <laughs> this, this, reminds, uh, this reminds me a lot of uh, Agito burning and shining. Uh, Decker, why don't like... you like it? <laughs> Sorry, let Gar finish what he was saying. Oh, sorry. Uh, just, you know, sort of like the idea of, like, you start off in one form, but then you, like, gradually evolve into, like, the true, like, final form. Oh, you're talking about how, like, the other form is just basically discarded? Yes. I see what you're saying. What I'm, what I really like is the, it's not just one solid cape that we can see shots where he's, like, jumping where the, the tail capes, like, split. So, or at least, it's at least two capes. I hope it's, like, It'd be cool if they were each individual capes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a series of nine capes. The one thing I don't like about this form, I don't like the the angry eyebrows on it. Like, I get there's Kabuki inspiration in the design, but I'm not a fan of that. Can I see other pictures of the face? If there are. Okay, it's better in that shot. I was like, I don't like the mouth, but it's better in that shot, at least. Yeah, maybe it was just the first picture might have just been a bad angle. Yeah. Um, so see, is there like a full body of it? No. The, the, we don't have like a really good shot of it yet. Okay. This is all just magazine shots of like okay, action let angles. Just, let me take a look. Let me take a look. Uh, you can kind of see in in this one if I zoom in real close. It's got nine tails. Okay. Oh, like didn't the, even need a firestone for it. The, pri- the profile is pretty cool. There might actually yeah. be nine. Oh yeah, look right there. There, there, there are nine. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Move to the. Uh, oh, and there he is mid-kick. Yeah. Um, it's cool. The all-white thing is so... It's cool. because it's a kitsune. Yeah, I know. And that's what the belt looks like up in the top. Oh, that's a cool It looks cool like belt. he has a new weapon as well. You know what? Yeah, um, they, they gave him a gun blade. Do you know yeah, where I'm it not, is? I'm, I, wasn't, I wasn't sure if you guys already mentioned it, because I, I, I had to go quickly do something. Do no. you know where it is? He looks like... Okay, and... He he looks like a fake Grand Order boss who <laughs> is based off of Tom Onomai. But yeah, it's it's the bulky white and red and stuff like that and the yeah, he's someone was playing FGO and they designed this fucking form. I'm saying that. <laughs> okay, so here's what the description says. So using the boost Mark Nine raise buckle, uh so you put the buckle into the right-hand side of the desire driver. That gets you Geet's Boost Mark Three. 
then you remove the front plate of the raised buckle and then insert that into the other side then do a revolve transforming into Comrader Geats 9 yeah nice interesting and then in this form he gains the power to rewrite the world oh all right uh, and then the weapon he's got is the Geats Buster QB9 can I make a QB. prediction QB can I make a prediction hmm Boost Mark 9 is going to be created when he harmonizes with the spirit of his mother. See, considering he has the quote-unquote power to rewrite the world, that seems likely. Yeah. Boy he's fuses have, with his mom and explodes. He's going to have a ghost conversation with his mom. She's going to give him his power to end the DGP. It's going to be Boost Mark 9. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, his weapon, the Geatbuster QB9, which has modes Railgun and Blade mode. Yeah. Cool. It certainly is a form. It's a thing. Yes. All right. And our next news story is they are releasing another set of Comrade Geats ID cores, and this is a big haul. So we got Comrade Bucci Butch from the Punk Jack special, Hakubi, Groovy, so both dogs, mm -hmm. Letter, who wasn't in the previous pack, the broken version of Nadge Sparrow, uh, the two like hound riders that Glare had in that one arc. Mm. Let me see if they're named. Uh, Chuta and Geshi, apparently. Geshi! Yeah. <laughs> uh, Toru, which is Michinaga's friend who died. We get his core. And apparently we found out that it's not a lion, it's a hedgehog. Oh. Wait, and which? The blue one. Okay, yeah. yeah. And, most importantly, Garen and Lancer, the two bodyguards. What was that, Emily? I said a blue hedgehog, you say? Right? Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. It's, it's, it's Sonic! <laughs> what the fuck that is this? What the fuck? God damn it. It's gotta die fast. Oh, and Black Panther and White Tiger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I actually like these, like, profile animal faces. They're fun. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they're just pieces of plastic. Yeah. Welcome to this fandom. <laughs> <laughs> they're all just pieces of plastic. Is this all that it is? Welcome to our fandom. Is. We buy a bunch of merch. Um, so yes, uh, Premium Bandai Web Exclusive, 3,300 yen for this for all of these ID cores. That's pretty good. What, like 35 bucks? Yeah. Okay. Uh, releasing in September. That's not bad. Like, that's not bad for us. The show comes to an end. Yeah. Well, we're not at the end yet. We're not even at the 40s. Yeah, you know what's funny? Bottom right hound dog one. Like, I, I, I see what it is. I see the nose. I see the jowls ears. You mean bottom left? No, no, bottom right. That's not a dog. What is it? I'm not sure. I think it's like a mouse, maybe? But look at it. it looks Which like, one are we looking at? Look, look, the, 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 one of the hound riders. The, the well, okay, it says brown. hound. Uh, no, I'm, they were oh. functionally hounds in the story because Blair was sicking them on geeks during the hound hunt arc. It's a beaver? It's a beaver. Okay. Yeah, I think that one's like a muskrat, maybe? And then that one's a beaver? Okay. No, it's the snout of a, of a terrier. No, no, the, this one and this one are dogs. Yeah. Okay, and he's, what's, that, what's that supposed to be? I think this is a muskrat, and then okay. this one is a beaver. I don't know. Someone will have to look them up. It's fine. Anyways, those are cool. They are cool. Mm -hmm. I wish yeah. those guys got forms, but yeah. no. 
Moving on. The announcement of SH Figure Arts, Kamen Rider Punk Jack. A.K.A. Kamen Rider fucking Glamrock Freddy. Yeah, this is hilariously timed considering the Punk Jack special also just came out, which I watched, and it was great. Although, I have to say, it kind of takes some of the magic out of the DGP. Just a little. Um, yes, yeah, so we have Punk Jack monster form, and he is also in beat form. And of course, you can customize him with the other figures, so he can be monster boost if you so choose. Very cool. Very, very, very sexy. Cool, yeah. Very orange. I, I love modular figures. Yeah. Uh, so you can do... Or yeah, so this is Premium Bandai Web Exclusive, of course. 9900 yen releasing in December. So the Halloween Rider will release for Chris, in time for Christmas. Thanks. <laughs> they should have released it in October. That would have been fucking perfect. Nailed it! <laughs> that does look like a jack-o'-lantern, too. That's, that's, that's I, I know, that's the yeah, point. Punk but, like, jack. It's working, is what yeah. I'm saying. Get punk jacked. And of course, you could do entry form. I actually prefer that. It looks great. I'm pretty sure Lane does, too. Because it's a bear. <laughs> He's got a great theme song. Yes, it's a fucking banger. It's a fucking bop. All right. Nick. Also in the Keats Figure Arts line, Comrade Glare. That's cool. Oh, jeez. I prefer Glare too, but this is cool. I don't know which one I prefer. They're both good. Oh, and you can remove the eyes. Excellent. I was hoping that would be a thing. Which eyes? The the pauldrons and the middle of the chest plate and the knees. Oh, I see, I see. See? Oh, okay. Cool. One on each shoulder, one on the chest, and two on the knees. Hips or lips, bud. Plug out of, plug out of the eyes. Now the real question is, can you put those on figures? Do they just... Because I'm going to take them and put on... Oh, people on our Discord are saying you can put them on other figures to make <laughs> it look like they were hacked. <laughs> and then you can explode them. <laughs> just like Sid. Uh... Yeah, yeah, the item comes with the brainwash head part to reduce the rider, reproduce the rider's look once they are under Glare's control. You can attach to the SH figure arts. Uh, Lane and I were talking about this the other day, like, not, not about common rider figures. But oh, just, there's a picture of it. Just, cool. like, SH figure arts in general. They really do put a lot of care into, like, the amount of shit you get with the thing. Especially know? the last couple years. Yeah, like, they're really good with that. Like, for the price that they put out, the attention to detail is very good, and I can actually justify myself in buying it. Uh, SH figure. SH and NECA. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Uh, bah, 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 bah. You can have glare look without the hypno glare. I guess that's what the pieces are called. They're called hypno glares. Could you imagine this was your job, though, to like pose these things for pictures? For like official pics like that's this? fucking dream job. Right? Yeah, That'd be right? fun. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, someone oh, gets paid to do that. What was that, Emily? Oh, I just think it would be great, especially since you have such an eye for detail, Ichi. You would make sure they'd actually got it right. Yeah. I would. Be, I, I consider myself good at finding just the right angle to pose to show off the features of a suit. That'd be fun. Um. So yes, the Commodore Glare figure is premium Bandai web exclusive, like goddamn everything else. Eighty-two fifty yen, releasing in November. So eighty. So eighty-five dollars. Basically, plus shipping, markup, customs, tax, whatever. So roughly $5,000. Next. <laughs> Next on the announcement bracket is the Tarantula Knight set, a.k.a. Spider Kumonos' Zords. Do you, do you know what this thing looks like to me? Hmm? Something out of Bionicle. Why you gotta ruin Oh! <laughs> 
God damn you. Uh, great minds think alike. <laughs> Decker was right there with you. <laughs> That's the second time that happened today. <laughs> Can you zoom in on the on the actual image of the mech on the box? Uh, do you want that image specifically, or just we can just look at the the mech? Oh, there it is, right there. Yeah, sure. Oh, there we go. Okay, cool. So this is Tarantula Knight, and it comes with uh, Godpede, which is the centipede that turns into a chainsaw. I'm not making that name. I up. know you're not. Godpede. Because <laughs> centipede. They, they sure did. <laughs> and then oceans existed. And, yeah, it's actually called Godpede. P e d e. Oh my god, this just makes me wish there was a uh, cockroach yeah, one. Peed god chainsaw. peed and god cock. <laughs> god ah. roach, come on. It also doesn't oh. help that god peed is very phallic. Well, it is a centipede. Yeah. And then, like, it curves around to form the chainsaw sword in probably the laziest transformation I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> they, they, uh, Buffa's sword is better, yes. But this is actually kind of cool looking, too. Like, again, the swords look great. Yeah. We have individuals on the others. And then the other one is uh, God Cicada. Looks cool. Nice. And I'm pretty sure this is the Zord that was like flooding Ishibana in the God of Wrath of, or the Wrath of God event flashback Emino told us about. So I'm looking forward to what the hell is going on with that. That looks like oh, I just had a fucking thought. We're, we're, we're talking about this more in King Oger. Jeremy's 2,000 years old, which means he could have been the one who poisoned her parents. Oh. Oh shit! Spoil. Well, we'll get to there when we get there. Let's see the spider too. Please. Okay, so yeah. Was, okay, yeah. I wanted to talk about this. The box for when you buy just tarantula by itself. Why the ever-loving fuck is the box art showing him over a real ass city? He's at uh yeah. They're really not helping the Spider-Man comparisons. <laughs> I think that's what they're going for a little bit. Is he swinging? Yeah, Th that's definitely what they're doing. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, let's take a look, though, at the thing itself, though. Wanna... Yes, yeah, so that's a robot form, and then that's the spider form. That's like a stand. I like the, the trans-metropolitan eyeglasses it's wearing. It, it, they're, they're goggles, like, because in robot form, they, like, flip up, but you can also flip them back down, so the fucking Megazord has goggles. Is that a fucking difference? What? Trans-metropolitan is this comic. The name of the main character is Spider-Jerusalem, and he has glasses that... Let me... I have to check that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why he reminds me a lot of uh, Frash from the current Transformers <laughs> oh, cartoon. Okay, it's not a one-to-one, -one, but I was half right. I'm looking at this, like, gold spider crown-looking emblem in his cannon-slash-spider butt-thorax, whatever the fuck it's called. That is absolutely the headpiece for the the Zord it's going to make when it combines with King Ogre. Mm. Kind of like how Stagbusters like had the freaking... Tarantulas are neat. I'm not a big spider guy, but I have to say this is probably a, a, no, I have to say this is a very cool mech design. I like it a lot, and I'm actually debating getting it. Look, see, I was half right about the glasses. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> oh, I, re I remember seeing this guy back in high I school. I like spiders, and I'm into it. It's a cool-looking tarantula. Yeah. Think yeah, see, look, there's a shot of like the dog going up and down. Uh, you know what? And to be, you know what? I'll say this: this holds itself well in the. Uh, white auxiliary zords like that can become mega zords yeah so like the what? in the spider form it's called god tarantula and its robot form name is tarantula knight <laughs> so it's literally a white knight it's awesome <laughs> i kind of love it i could see this thing fighting with the tigers or what i can see this thing fighting with the rhinos or what i'm not a it. fan of spider kumonos the ranger design but this, 
I wonder why. I'm super curious why it's Tarantula Knight specifically. You know what I mean? Maybe they have a, a spider plane note for later. It could literally also just be you're right. Like, they just like the pun. Like, it's a white knight. I guess. Also, he's not a king. I know he's not a king, but. Oh, wait, there you go, actually. He, like, Spider Kumonos is not a knight. He, he gives off, like, assassin vibes. Hey. I get it, but it's the rank below. You know what I mean? He's not like... a or a knight. A storyteller. Yeah. That too. But yeah, cool. cool. Uh, so, so apparently, God Tarantula features twenty movable joints, so you can pose them pretty well. <laughs> Who is the greatest king of them all? Well, technically, you're not a king, Hercules. You were saying. <laughs> what I mean is, you're not a king yet. <laughs> wow, it's been a while. <laughs> and then someone starts singing a fucking musical number about the evil scheme that he has to do. Yeah. All right, so if you buy Tarantula Knight on its own, it's eighty-two fifty and releasing June seventeenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can buy the God Cicada by itself for sixteen fifty n, same day release, and the oh centipede. My goodness, you yeah, the centipede, same price, same day, sixteen fifty n, June seventeenth. Or of course, there is a three pack where you get all three of them together. You know, I know the real reason is capitalism, but I do like that you can't, you don't need to buy them all. Yeah. Uh, and then if you buy the three-pack, it's 11,500 yen. And it's got a different box. So if you buy the whole thing, it's like 100 and... Uh, 120-ish. Yeah. Plus, plus. Is there boxes for the uh, centipede and the thing? I want to see what those are. Uh, yep. They're not Spider-Man themed. I see the in the background. That's the castle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, look, but the, that just makes me further question why the Tarantula Knight solo box. Dude, you nailed it. It's, it's to invoke Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> He's popular right yeah. now. I swear to God, if we get Isekai to regular Earth at some point, I will goddamn flip my shit. <laughs> and not it. in a good way. You're gonna do it. With Sentai. <laughs> it's gonna happen. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We ran out the budget. For the green screen. They specifically room. said we don't have to worry about their special effects budget. They lied. <laughs> they lied. Fuck. They, 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 they blew it all in the first quarter. Are you trying to tell me John Toei has lied to us? Has it ever happened? It's that scene from uh, Mike Tyson Mysteries. We can't. I spent all the money. It's gone. <laughs> well, now that I'm good and angry, let's talk about Don Brothers. There we go. No. Oh what? boy, Zenglass Sword Memorial Edition. Yeah, I haven't seen Don Brothers. What is this? This is, that... is the Red Ranger's weapon. It's actually kind of neat looking. It's a sword that's shaped like sunglasses. Less and, and I was like, like you don't like it anymore, do uh, you? Well, okay, it doesn't look exactly like sunglasses. So I, it, it's the Zenglass Sword. It, it, but it looks like a sword. Like, well, I should fucking hope so. That's a kind of a crapshoot in Sentai. <laughs> True. <laughs> What was that, Emily? I just said, well, it is It is a sword, but I guess you're right that it is very popular to be swords that look nothing like swords. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it looks like, looks like a Darksaber. That's a little... Like, I, I like the rainbow aspect to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it looks like something you take to to the rave. <laughs> you probably could. It's got rainbow lights on it. Easy. Easy. Yeah. I just drew the sandstorm and go again. <laughs> No. No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> Don't do I'm it. not gonna do that. I will. Fuck. Ah, uh, now so... Aaron's gonna fucking sue us. So... 
So this version of the Zangloss sword is 700 millimeters tall, which is 140% larger than the DX toy. What a weird unit of measurement. 700 millimeters. Yeah, and it's they this one this one specifically has no visible screw holes compared to the actual the DX one that does. I was supposed to customize it then. No, it's seven seventy centimeters. Do we have like pictures of it on its own? Uh, here's one. Like, okay, okay. Again, I haven't seen Don Brothers, and I like, I, I like, so I just don't have that taint of watching the show. <laughs> like, but for real, like, because yeah, I see what you're saying, how it looks like sunglasses, but it, it looks like a sword enough. You know, the sunglass sure. theme feels like that. It feels like a theme, not the point. Yeah. You know, honestly, the thing that kills it for me a little more is the uh, the peach symbol. That's how he like charges up his attack. Yeah, is but like because the gears. It looks like obsidian to me almost. That's kind of neat looking to me. Just so you know that, that that pink and yellow on the blade is not like a sheen or glow or anything. That's just solid color on it. Okay, that, that kind of lessens it. Right. But but I had like yes you know. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, you so... Know, uh, just watch Avatar, Sin Brothers, and, uh... That'll be my favorite show. So, apparently, this release will include 12 types of Hisatsu, some of which were not in the DX version. It has a dialogue and a background music button, and lines from Taro, Sonoi, Shinichi, Haruka, Tsubasa, Kijino, Jiro... Wow, fucking everyone. Everyone's here. And the three songs it has are Tsuki no Mizoshiru, Sakuretsu Hisatsuogi, and Sometimes They Clash. Oh. <laughs> Those colors? Yeah. <laughs> nice. And wow. it, it comes with the Robotaro gear Don Onitaijin, which is a gold version of the Onitaijin gear, uh, which fits in the Memorial Don Blaster. Premium Matter I think that was... Um... Sorry. Oh, just, I, I was going to say, I think that was a... Uh... Like an early bird type of thing that they released at stores, I think. Probably. Like the the gold plate, I guess they had some left over, so to fuck it, put it with the memorial edition. Yeah. Um. So if you want this memorial sunglass sword, premium Bandai web exclusive, sixteen thousand five hundred yen, releasing next January. One hundred sixty bucks. Plus, plus, but yeah, basically. And next in Don Brothers oh news. My. We have a fucking gold-plated release of Don Onitaijin. Hey, uh, there's something different about you, uh, Onitaijin. What is it, you get a haircut? <laughs> Look closer. <laughs> oh, you're a solid gold and you're a deity. The Megazord is solid gold! <laughs> you know, I, I say this as someone who does like gold as a color. I'm not a fan when they do this. When it's just, it's literally, Don Onitaijin was already gaudy as fuck. This is gaudy as fuck. Okay, I, kn I know we're on extra, but can I quickly, briefly talk about this random dream that I had last night? No. It, I'm no, so no, no, curious no, how this no. relates. Okay, so I had, a, I had a dream where the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers were there. And you know, you got red, black, yellow, blue, pink, and butterscotch. What? He was my favorite. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the butterscotch and, and, ranger. And it, like, like it was designed after like, like the gold samurai ranger, you know, Shinken Gold, but replaced the gold parts with butterscotch. And I'm like, yeah, that's the six ranger from Mighty Morphin. <laughs> <laughs> I will not stand for this Tommy Erasure. <laughs> Too soon. Uh, 
it's a gold uh, like if you like Sentai Avataro I don't know what the fuck it's no, called. No, but don't you remember Rita when she was like, Ah my evil butterscotch ranger! Wait, what and my butterscotch crow! Oh, no, you guys that was Goldar in the twenty seventeen. <laughs> Like I told, like I told my one friend about. It, he's like, "Do you know what this means?" I'm like, "I gotta go buy some butterscotch pudding." Oh. Hell Crazy. yeah, that's the Goldar Ranger. Wow, it's <laughs> okay, so... Rita Sentai Goldar Ranger. So the Goldon Onitaijin was first seen at the final live tour event. Uh, the entire body is vacuum deposited. What the fuck does that mean? I, I think it means they put it into a vacuum sealed bag. So cool. You know, it probably has a lot of movable parts. Yeah. Well, yeah. It looks intricate. The, the the main appeal of this Megazord's original release was how articulated it was. Okay. Oh man. So yeah, so, they probably so much stored in a vacuum sealed bag. Uh, so it is vacuum deposited and coated with a clear color top coat to create this luxurious Holy look shit. that uses a lot of gold paint and clear paint. Yeah, I so. looked up what vacuum. That's not what it is. Check this shit out. Okay, vacuum deposit deposit. Did you spell it the way it's spelled in this article? Okay, <laughs> is a group of processes used to deposit layers of material atom by atom or what on a solid oh. surface. <laughs> no wonder this Megazord done is... in a vacuum. That's part of it. No wonder this premium Bandai Web exclusive golden Megazord is twenty four thousand two hundred yen. That's over two hundred and fifty dollars. The deposited layers can range from a thickness of one atom up to millimeters. Jesus. Ah uh, yes, I wow. frequently me measure my Megazord in atoms. Yeah, this is. C could you imagine owning this? This is <laughs> the mo This is literally the most extra Megazord they've ever released. Purely. You know how. I might actually save up to buy it. Oh my god! You know why? I don't have many toys. That's special. I might actually do that. What was that, Garth? Oh, just, you know how some action figure collectors put their figures in, like, glass casing? Uh-huh. This. Yeah. You would have to, like... Yep. Yeah. Because uh, otherwise, that paint's just gonna chip oh, yeah. after years. Uh, so whoever is interested, this is releasing February of next year. Oh, I'll have the money by then. <laughs> All I'll right. buy it. You know what? We'll do an unboxing video. Sure. It belongs in a museum. That's good content. Yeah. Well, hang on. When is pre-orders end? Pre-orders end June 30th, so you have a month. You, you, you order this thing, it comes in, and you open it, and it's silver. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I was got the SR. <laughs> Alright, and yet more Don Brothers news, they're doing another Noto Brace, but the Memorial Set version, and it comes with uh, the other three. What are these? These are like the wrist transformations of the, the quote-unquote villains. Okay. You know how they had armor forms? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, so we. this is a pack that comes with all six of them. These are actually kind of neat looking, like as, as trinkets? I, I have the one that's oh, the first three. Think. Yeah. I decided since Sonui was my favorite character, that was I wanted the one keepsake. These are actually, yeah, these are kind of neat looking, yeah. honestly. And then you you tap them and they play their. Each one has their own henshin chime. I I, I I like the seal quality. I like how they're all different but the same. Like you know, yeah. These are legit. Here, I'll see if I can. Oh, I have to hold it first. You have to like hold it to reset it. It plays a dialogue, and then it does the transformation sound. Do you know what these would be? Hold on. 
See, their sounds are all pretty cool. These these wouldn't feel out of place in something like if they kept going with Tierney Nog. Absolutely. Like these look like they would have like fit like in as these could have even been the Rangers morphers in a new season. Right. Not the rain, the knights. I love the Noto design and these trains. This one's my favorite. Activating it with my tongue. Sono Roku. Yeah. Why not? I mean, technically you can. You just lick your wrist and <laughs> click the button. I like the bronze one. Let's see. I mean, I want to pick my. Okay, I I think my favorite has to be the black and red one. <laughs> oh, that's the uh, top one. <laughs> Sono Shi, which is uh, that fancy looking dude in the red. He gets Cherry it. Boy Hunter. He gets it. He's very germaphobic. He's like, how are we Mandel again? <laughs> I mean, they're all kind of assholes in their own way. Ah, uh, yeah, but that red one, black, it's very. Fire and blood for me. I do like that that one too as well. Uh, Here, I'll pull up Gar. a picture and show you what the form looks like. That's the form. That's cool. The the, the red one Sentai that you like so kind of it kind of looks like it has a face in the middle. Like, well, you better watch you out. The two eyes, head. Oh yeah, there's looks like there's a face at the bottom, and then this <laughs> just brain is in like hyperinflated. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I like these. These are cool. That centerpiece, I don't know why, first thing that popped into my head was Dark Heart. Dark Heart. It, it is kind of heart-shaped. Sorry, not Dark Heart, No Heart. Oh, yeah. No yeah, Heart no. was the character from the show. Alright, so, Premium Bandai Web Exclusive, 12,100 yen, December release. Cool. So 120 bucks for all of them. Yeah, for, for a tiny little wrist brace and six faceplates. Mm -hmm. okay, yeah. Oh my it's terrible, but goodness. <laughs> I mean it's terrible, but it's not bad. Alright. Hey EG, look. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nice. Alright, next news story on the SH figure it's line of uh Shin Kamen Rider slash oh. Takashi Hongo. Wow, that looks good. Oh boy, a, a character from a movie that I really want to see, but I can't. Didn't they just Thanks. have their American debut? Are no, America. No, 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 legit. They keep advertising it as a North American release, but it's only in no America. screenings in can no screenings in Canada. Cause fuck us, I guess. And guess who's writing it? Tokushatsu. Of course. So it's like, thanks, guys. Why does the oh, you human can't face say it right audio podcast? But you get middle finger. Why does the human face look like Michael Jackson? Just a little. <laughs> maybe they <laughs> maybe they repurposed their Moonwalker figure art. He's trying to hee-hee-hee-hee-hee. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> it sounded better in my head. Uh, the scarf that it has is made of fabric and has a wire allowing you to pose it in various ways. That's very cool. Premium Bandai Web Exclusive, 8,800 yen, December release. Neat. Alright, and next on the news docket, Kamen Rider Gaim is married. Oh, really? Gakusano announced his marriage to Keiko Sawaguchi. Jimba marriage. Oh. <laughs> nice. Uh, the two of us dating for... all week. I'm like, what guy reference can I make? And I'm like, wait a minute, Jimbo was a combination. Yep. <laughs> nice. Jimbo wife. Jimbo waifu. <laughs> <laughs> how, how long? So the two have been dating for seven years, and they okay. both 
noted in their posts how inexperienced they are as a married couple <laughs> asking for support and to watch them with kind eyes. That's nice. We're trying so hard. Oh, I've never been married before. I don't know how to do this. Uh, apparently Keiko Sawaguchi is a former Predia Idol member. I don't know what that means. So she's an idol. Yeah, basically. They've been dating for seven years. That means she they would have been in a in a relationship where it's just like Oh, Sano, where are you going today? Oh, I got a shoot today. Oh, where are you shooting? Ah, uh, well, I, I didn't get to tell you this, but, um, I'm I was an orange fruit samurai. <laughs> I thought you were going to say an orange fruit sandwich for some reason. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, you see, you, you, you know, Common Rider? You, you mean that boy's toy line? Yeah, yeah, I, I was one of those guys. In fact, I was the 15th in the Heisei one. You were the title rider? Actually, yeah. Actually, get Diane, I'm an orange. Get, Jesus. Get back in bed. <laughs> well, all right. Congratulations to them. Happy couples all around. Uh, Can't wait to see the seedling. Good for you. Man. They're called children, Gar. joke. Fruit. Seeds. No, I got it. Anyway, our last news story uh, is the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 30th Anniversary Comic Special. Yay. Oh my goodness, I hope this is better than the actual 30th anniversary. But probably not. I mean, probably. I mean, uh, this landmark celebratory... I'm sorry, can I talk about this since I'm... Yeah, go ahead. Known for being the comic Power Ranger guy. Thank you. Uh, the Slamark Celebratory Anthology issue will feature brand new stories that pay homage to the Rangers and will be written by uh, Ryan Parrott, who wrote Go Go Power Rangers. Yo, that one art of the Green Ranger is pretty fucking rad. Sorry yes. to interject. Yes. That, you can tell that was definitely done for Jason David Frank. For half a second, I, I thought that was just a shot of the suit. My, my, my personal favorite one is the all Tommy helmet one. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Dope. That's dope. Uh, Matt Groom's oh. <laughs> uh, also writing that he's currently writing the Marvel Ultraman comic with uh, Kyle Higgins. He's also doing Inferno Girl Red. I recommend that. Uh, Amy Jo Johnson's apparently uh, doing something involving this. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm not sure if this is a part of that 30th anniversary thing she I mentioned. Think, I think, she, according to this article, she's one of the people writing it. Huh. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not sure if this is if this is what she was referring to like a few weeks back, saying that she had uh, yeah, her yeah. own thing in mind. Maybe that. Maybe. Maybe it'll be an anthology thing. It looks like it's a bunch of stories with different art styles. Yeah, it, it is. does say uh, anthology is issue. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, she's writing a, a, a segment for it. Sure. Say one of those picks again. The top ones here. Yeah, we got here. Oh, well, that's the fun. <laughs> you, you, you'll probably love this one. This is a this is a wraparound cover. Oh yeah, no, we were looking at that. It's great. Yeah. I was gonna get down to that. Let's take a look. I oh, love Dark Spectre eating the logo. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah. Or maybe that's Malagor. I don't know. <laughs> it could be uh, both. <laughs> you ever tell you you look like my fiance? It's dark spectacle. Cool though. Uh, so many artists are part of this, especially those who have already worked on the comic beforehand, so this is gonna be great. Yeah. And it's gonna be releasing August thirtieth. Two days after the Power Ranger thirtieth anniversary. Nice. 
Nice. Two days after our Shattered Grid live script read finally goes out oh, after fucking. a two-year thing. <laughs> ah! After two years, I'm free! <laughs> it's time to read. It's time to recap comics! <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's the I... news. Oh, oh wait, I actually had... I... Sorry, sorry, I had one more thing. Just, okay. just one thing. And it's a quick plug. Uh, my friend Matt, he does the Monstrosities YouTube channel. Talks about Godzilla sometimes. But he recently did a uh, the first part to his Kamen Rider Gaia documentary. Oh, yeah. that's um, he's, this guy's Please go things. watch it. Check it out. It's pretty cinematic. Like, he put a lot of effort into this. And I don't just mean he read Wikipedia and rewrote it in his words. Gasp! Well, that's, that's my job. That's my job. Project, so you're fired. All right. All right. That is the news for this week, and now it's time to go on to Geats. So, Paul, I bet you were happy to see that Punk Jack is indeed Punk Back. Oh, punk back. yeah. We finally get we, we get to see more from your boy. He he started off as the biggest fucking douchebag, got like a billion years worth of character development in ten minutes, and then all of a sudden got fucking Lucy Liu and Futurama. It's also, this is also really well timed because the Punk Jack special came out, which yeah, I watched. Well, yeah. It's, yeah. It's Although... People on Twitter and Discord have pointed out that this is just Yuya Takahashi doing what he does best. Take the stupid rider that everyone loves, killing him off, and then bringing him back. They did it with Laser, they did it with Jin, and they've done it again with Punk Jack. Let's not take things back. say things we can't take back. But no, yeah, I'm happy that he's back. Um, I... It, it was a it was a whole moment for me where it was just like when he had that little redemption arc in that five minutes where I was just like he was just like I'm gonna be a new guy I'm gonna I'm gonna side with you I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna, gonna turn my life you. around I'm turn my whole life around at memory around <laughs> and then he exploded yep as is tradition yep all right so yeah niram and win are back and they're making preparations to uh back the fuck out of this era referring to their their retreat as the grand end which is a term that we haven't heard before it's the series finale yeah. it's the final solution <laughs> <laughs> no 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 well i yes. have to say the favorite part of this has been how Faroba carries kekker around yeah <laughs> It's oh. just hold here. Please hold. Someone's gotta. Whoa. <laughs> um, I will say that this the whole Buffa fighting the Keyblade Fish Jamato and not being as super powered as he was with the Riders was absolutely something that I'm sure everyone saw coming. They specifically worded the way he he made his wish was that he has the power to crush all common Riders. So, of course, the logical solution is if he fought something that's not a common Rider, he'd get his ass kicked. And I love that they pointed out the short-sightedness of this. It was like, yeah, you basically gave yourself a shield against the thing that would guarantee that you would live. You are still incredibly vulnerable to the one thing that can kill you for real. Good I, job, Buffa. I, I got it. Without his head, he's powerless. <laughs> 
Like, really, God, you didn't think this through, did you? I mean, that's, that's the usual thing in anything that involves leave wishes, it, right? It's like a like, Leave it paw. to Ace to just come in and be like, well, that's because you're an idiot. <laughs> Seven in our Discord chat brings up a good point, though. How would he do against the Jamato Rider? Mm. Well, we'll never know. N- neutral damage. <laughs> the Jamato taints the rider side, but the rider side empowers the Jamato. I think side. they qualify as a rider like, but I don't know how that would affect his powers. Because they are not common riders. Here's what I think I think that his wish is only effective against the standard rider design of the DGP. Because that was his understanding of riders going into making. Well, it's it's not just anyone with a desire driver because he also kicked Glare Two's ass. No, but there's still common riders. Yeah, it's not about the driver; it's about the rider. And in this, so anyone who actually uses the title common rider. Yes, and the DGP has pretty much a monopoly on that. Yeah, but when a but when a Jamato does it. Is it, it? It's not a full common rider because it's also the villain move. Yes. Sorry, what was that, Emily? I just said it's cultural appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> cultural exchange. But I got it. Like as Decker posted the screenshots, it was clever that Geats decided to use that functionality of Geats of Buffa's rider invincibility to his advantage, where he bounced a kick off of his chest plate. That was really fun. Yeah. Because like, Ace is always right. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like that I like in like any like team up when they like use their powers in conjunction you know it's yeah fun. and speaking of in conjunction what we got this week that I was super happy to see was the Geats Buffa double henshin yeah that was really cool. well them fighting together in general was really cool it's yeah. weird it's weird to see but it's also satisfying there at was the same time. some really good camera work in the fight choreography this this week like holy hell absolutely well, one thing I want to say that I found kind of interesting though was like. Buffa's whole, like, fall from, like, being the champion felt like, oh, that's how they opened the episode, you know? Yeah. That felt like it should have been its whole... This this episode felt like it should have been coming off the last episode, which ended with him losing. Well, you know what this, I mean? this is after several episodes of Buffa being an unstoppable juggernaut fighting the other riders. And then they just, yeah, but then they just, that's what I mean. And they just, oh, we're done. <laughs> well, it doesn't mean like, he's I, done. It just means... No, 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 but, like, that story arc is done. It means like, that they're done. Well, let's keep in mind that now, at the end of the episode, Archie dies, which means that Jamato as a threat is effectively re- removed. Okay. I mean, so now he has other writers to deal with again. And also bear in mind that no, Ace during the... Ace during him. His, sorry. Go ahead, Emily. No, I just said it was really sad seeing all of his, his Jamato mourn him. That whole scene, he was just that. going for the Oscar. Holy crap, that was amazing. <laughs> just reaching for the camera, the oh wide-eyed God, stare. The, folk, the, the fucking rose petals falling from the sky. <laughs> oh my God. Oh God. It's, what was this, a K-drama? Like... <laughs> Hear the soft violin music. Right? Could you imagine like, like just shooting that scene though? Like, and like, you're in, you're one of the people in the mook suits going like, Dad. Father, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, Father. Yeah, cue my heart will go on, but played on like flutes badly. No, it's like on the recorder. <laughs> That's it. That's what I'm thinking of. Um, yeah, so the other plot in this episode is, uh, because of the Jamato attack, 
uh, Sara finds out that Kewa is tycoon again because Kekera tells Archie to murder Sarah so that Kewa will undergo character development. <laughs> That's how you do it. <laughs> Absolutely. I want my protagonist to have a character arc, so murder his sister. <laughs> Perfect. It, it worked perfectly well with Naruto the other way. Why are you doing it this way? <laughs> That's, That's meme worthy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And and also, like, before that whole happens, Kawa's just getting worse and worse at being stealthy. I'm so glad he doesn't have to do it anymore. It's because Kawa's an idiot. We all love him. be a ninja. Sorry, Emily? He's supposed to be a ninja. Right? He's supposed to be better at this. Yeah, but he's bad at everything. Last week he was actually really good at it. I don't know why he just decided to stop trying. Eh, because the script said so. We've, we spent our effects budget. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the, the fight against Keyblade Fish happens. We get to see Buffa Monster Zombie, which is pretty cool. Because, uh, he flips the fever buckle into Monster. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then Baroba takes Nadge Sparrow's busted ID core. So now I'm wondering if they're going to grow a Jamato that inherits Daichi's memories. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, we just got rid of him! <laughs> They're sure I'm just gonna go, just, it's, it's Snatch Sparrow. How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? <laughs> Nobody even wants him back. Who's doing this? Baroba's doing it for the lulls, literally. <laughs> or the quote, Hellboy. Didn't I already kill you? It's like in the Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I got movie, better. Where it's like they were gonna bring back Steve with the drum solo of life, but Professor Wee was like, nah, no, nah, no, nah, it's 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 fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we don't actually want that. <laughs> so it looks like next week's episode we will see Boost Mark Three fighting Kamen Rider Gazer. I'm happy to see Gazer again. Uh, can we um talk quickly about the drawings? Oh yeah, the best part of the episode was Buffa drawing out all of the riders as cats. It was wonderful. <laughs> and just recreates the thing. And he perfectly draws Punk Jack's helmet. That was a good joke. You know what I like too? Though this was a personal thing, like because I, I like Buffa's like the character I like the most in this. <laughs> oh, first of all, I yeah. love that that it was the first time I think ever you said they ever had inner monologue. Yeah, <laughs> and right, right as they reveal the Punk Jack drawing, you said out loud, "Wow, that's good." And this next second, Michinaga says, "Wow, that's good." <laughs> also, I realized that, like, again, because like. I like Buffa, and I realized that I had actually, years ago, drawn a picture of my dog, kind of in the same style he did. Like, look at this. Can you share that? Yeah. Like, like that's... Simba! Right? It is time! <laughs> my boy. Oh my god. And for those of you just joining us, there is a dog in the room. Yeah. Just the room. Wow! Borkcaster! It is Bork caster. This Bork. I, I don't know why. It just yeah. the, like the Ghost Sager drawings just popped into my head when I thought <laughs> the drawings. Except those are good drawings. <laughs> Whoa! Wow! <laughs> How could you do this? Those are nice. And and the wow. fact this was meant to be drawn by a little boy. Wow! Oh, yeah, fuck. some I some boy little boys have talents. <laughs> The source is. That's good. When you start to dive deep into a fandom, 
becoming one with the fandom. When you when you when you share a good hentai pic and they ask for the source. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is this green guy? That's guy. Oh yeah. So uh, follow Toku J. He does some really damn good, uh, like ranger designs. Where he's sort of been taking every Power Ranger team and giving them the equivalent of 95 Power Ranger this movie like, design. Yeah, Vegas says what I was about to say. Guy him as if he was a Green Lantern. Yeah, actually. Which, uh, that, that it's is the, the Guy Lantern. Green Lantern. Basic. Yes. Oh, Guy Hornet. <laughs> I, f- uh, I found the being interrupted by There's Mike. a water filter over it. But, yes, uh, sir. That was an unsurprise. That was a surprising guest cameo from Mike Caster, <laughs> our neighbor. All right, oh. I need to put up a recording sign. <laughs> uh, so yes, that's Geats. Very cool. Looks like Boost Mark Three is happening, and Mark Nine will be no doubt not far behind. Mm-hmm. Which means the finale. We're slowly We're only on thirty-six. We still got at least ten episodes. That's close to the finale. It is close, right? If you consider one-fifth close. Anyways. Alright, King Ojo time. Oh, since Lane's not here, I'll do it this time. Okay, Buso! So now we've met Jeremy Brassieri, a.k.a. the shit disturber of a Super Sentai. The utter mad lad he is. <laughs> complete and utter nonsense incarnate. Like, for re- like, I, I, I cannot imagine what this person's thought. I, I do not want to be in this person's inner monologue. <laughs> like, it uh, just sounds uh, anxiety inducing. <laughs> Okay. I, I do have I do have one question, however. Uh-huh. Why is it that his origin story was done with the animation of Prince Ahmed? Why? Kind of was. This show has been interestingly experimenting with a lot of different things in terms of visual aesthetics. Not only do we have the actual like fantasy world that their the show actually takes place in. Then we had that one bit with the, the plan to kidnap or save Gira from Raculis that looked like a fucking video game with their heads. And then we had this <laughs> animation of Jeremy's origin story. Good looking show. Yeah. It's pretty good. Except for the one shot where it's like, like it's around the end when he's telling his story. There's just this giant extreme wide shot. Which you see them all like as like tiny little specks. It's like, okay, Toei, we get it. You're trying to show off. Look how great my VFX is. It's like, dude, you could have done this like medium shot. I I've got to say, like, misogynistic tendencies aside, I thought it was kind of hilarious when Jeremy just like shoots shoots Jimeno's mouth shut. Oh my god, what, what did I do? I had the <laughs> like just at the moment that web hit the mouth just like muscle memory made me go finally someone shut her up he shoots the webbing you can't do that <laughs> you can't do that on television uh, uh also EJ, I think it's cute of you to think that was solely out of misogyny for talking and not other reasons to have that on her mouth <laughs> Well, no. 
bad. Go, go, go away. <laughs> go to horny jail. So anyway, the, the, the crux of the episode is Jeremy walking around and talking in coy, fucking poetic riddle nonsense to dance around the idea of actually explaining who he is to the to the other King Ogers. And well, like, that wouldn't be dramatic enough. Sorry? That wouldn't be dramatic enough. Yeah, yeah. The, the point of his character is, it's boring if we skip to the end and if I speak normally. Can't you read between the lines? Why are you all so dumb? What I love, too, is that not one of them... Because, like... No, you can't figure this out that easily. I like. I like. Stop trying to unravel my mysteries. <laughs> I, 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 I think he might be my favorite. I just the fact that he's got this sort of like overdramatic camp storyteller thing going on, but his actual backstory is really sweet, and his mission is to create peace between the Bugnarok and humans because he loves them both. But he's he thinks that's too like corny, so instead he, he like writes all these stories about it. And he's the one who left the legend and all the clues and Yeah, it's interesting. I... Like he talks about how he left all the legends about King Oger to the humans and the legends yeah. about the three deities to the Bugnarok. So he's literally a neutral party playing both sides. Which is interesting. Like Dabowski. Like sides for the good of them both. I love it. No, see, here's the difference. Jeremy's playing both sides. Kagaragi is playing all sides, thus playing none. Like, <laughs> Kagaragi's playing his own side. Right. And speaking of Kagaragi, this week we actually found out some interesting shit. We now know why he's been working with Racules. Apparently he's got his sister kidnapped. Huh. That's a, that's an interesting uh, like development. Sister- out to be Kagaragi and drag who goes there whenever they check in on drag Dragaragi. <laughs> what if that with his twin, burgers. the actor's real life twin? Oh, <laughs> as we found out, Suzume is just his like his. It's not actually his sister; it's his brother, but who's also in disguise as a quote unquote sister. <laughs> no. <laughs> But uh, but joke aside, I think it's interesting because oh, they're like again this the show likes playing with the uh, fantasy tropes. That could be a real princess in a tower situation. Yeah, like like we didn't need more proof that Rackley's is trash. It's just gravy at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's interesting to get a bit more information on Kagaragi's motivations. Up until now, it was just the idea of like oh, he's 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 cuddling up to him, warming up to him to get information out of him, but. Now we know he's actually being coerced into helping him. That that actually puts a whole new explanation under so much shit he's done in this whole show. And uh, something I gotta go ahead, Gar. Just you guys were just mentioning how like, like oh it's his twin like it's his twin brother playing the female character. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time Sentai's done that. <laughs> yeah, they just you know have what? There you go. <laughs> just, Naga Ray just plays a female member of his race. Yeah. No. They all look the same. They're doling out the information in this show in a, in an interesting way. Like I, I think in a good way, you know. Yeah. Like, cause like you're right. The way they 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 revealed that it didn't feel like out of nowhere, but also like they didn't over explain it. They just yeah. like, so where's my sister? Like, yeah. How's your sister been? Or or no, it would be here. You're gonna like this, Emily. By the way, what's her name? Suzumi. Suzume. By the way, how is Suzume? <laughs> 
delicious. <laughs> it's a clone high joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, have you noticed that the entire time I've I, I was waiting for someone to mention that I've been posting um Scud's oh, oh no I saw those like I was just like I thought you were just like you know telling us and I'm like hell yeah <laughs> yep. the entire time I've been posting these to see if anybody mentioned it and no one did because <laughs> again I thought your discord was being wonky and just keeps re-uploading it <laughs> so yes that's happening so after we get this brief scene of Jeremy on trial in Gokan, we get my favorite scene in the episode, which is Jeremy on trial in Inkosopa. This is the best. Just the best. Yeah, they pull... like courtroom raising seats on chains. Really Yeah. The electrocution. The fucking lie detector. All right, we need to test this shit. Gira, put that helmet on. Okay. You just see this fucking smile on his face like, oh boy, something fun. So you're not actually evil, right? I am so the evil king! BAM! Like struck by lightning! Not, yeah, not even an electric shock. Struck by lightning. Like <laughs> <laughs> just watch him flop over basically dead. Right. And they just leave him there! Yeah, he's just laying there for the rest of the scene. It was great. Not one person in the room is concerned for his elm! <laughs> I know, and then Shiokara, his his associate, like to test to make sure it's working. He puts it on. He just yells, "Yanma sucks!" I guess. <laughs> and then when Shiokara goes down, whole ass fucking med team. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Machine. <laughs> Machine. I, I did also love Rita's whole like interaction. With this like, cause she's like, "No, you have to be lying," because you know she's all like facts and yeah. logic and like re reality. It's like I'm two thousand year old. It's broken. <laughs> I love uh, that's the funniest bit about it is like they test it on Gira. All right, it's working. Strap Jeremy in. He says all this shit. He's lying, but we just tested it. Test it again. And then when they do, she's like, well, machines can be wrong. <laughs> it, it's like the person, it's the equivalent of, I don't believe in aliens. The fuck is that then? <laughs> or no, like uh, that, that scene in the Simpsons where they went to Africa and they see a rhino hatch out of an egg. Wait a minute, rhinos don't hatch an egg. What did you just see, Lisa? <laughs> what did you just see? Oh my god. Or, or, or the fact, you know, Family Guy, Brian calls himself an atheist, has literally met Jesus on several occasions. God's been to a- no, Jesus has been to a house, what more do you want? <laughs> the other thing in this scene that I'm very interested in is we get a snippet of Yanma backstory. He's about to put the CD into his CD player and Jeremy mentions Gin-chan, who apparently was Yanma's teacher? That's interesting. Like, and the man who taught him how to work on uh, the Zords. That's it. That, like, damn, they've actually thought this show out. Like, I like it. The one who taught him. Yeah, Jeremy taught Gin, who taught Yanma. And of course, the first Zord he ever worked on was the Spider Zord. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I'm super excited by that. I'm looking forward to learning more about this Gin Chan that Yanma was taught by. Also, the yeah, it's been a while since we got any Yama story. Yeah. Literally since episode two. Where are you, Sagar? It came to my attention just just like a moment ago. They never transformed this episode, did they? Nope. It was all about just, Jeremy. To be and, was... uh, sorry, go ahead, Gar. Oh no, go ahead. Oh, no. I I like that. That felt like a, a decision. Yes. You know, like, this is his episode. Yeah. Like, and it worked very well. I. 
Like, are we are we skipping ahead, or is there anything? Because like I, when he fought Bugner, uh, Bugner, when he fought Deathrock, I like I, I thought that was a cool fight. Um, uh, I mean, I'm as expected. I'm a little disappointed that it's still not a sequence tension, <laughs> but damn, but in this he, episode, right? Damn, like, did he fucking make that dramatic? The fucking leap into the air, and then the spider just like taking over the camera. Yeah, and then the gentle <laughs> float back down. I know you as s- as non-stock henchins go and debut henchins especially pretty fucking good. Hmm. It's also a belief of mine that the pen is mightier than the sword. The one thing I will say that I have to criticize the fucking chime is garbage. Yeah, didn't we say it's like spider I'm like, what the fuck is that? Because spiders make scary voices. I don't know. <laughs> Even like the normal King Oger chime, the Okuagata Oger chime, those are both magnificent, beautiful, gorgeous. Love them. It's it's weird. What sure. the absolute fuck was that? I'm not. I'm I'm like. I know you said you're not huge on his uh, suit either. I kind of like it. I'm not a fan of the suit either. I, yeah. I like the gold and white. Uh, I don't know. The what? voice is done by the artist for the Black Sun theme. Hmm. Neat. But yeah, you so know, we, Black Sun, the show that we haven't talked about yet. To <laughs> eventually. So let's talk, I guess, about his plan. Like, so apparently, so I don't know if we went into detail about his backstory, but we find out either. So, oh, sorry, yes. after all the coy nonsense, poetic language, and and subtleties, and read between the lines, <laughs> we find out. Who he, what he is, is the child of a human and a Bugnarok. So he is half Bugnarok. It's very interesting. I was kind of close with my guess that the Sixth Ranger would be a Bugnarok prince. But it's just his hands. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it, it's honestly a cool idea. The, uh, like, I do like the hand thing. Yeah. Um, it, it is a neat idea with, like, okay, the child of the two warring factions who wants to unite them. Like, that, yeah. again, that's another fantasy trope as old as time. Like, yeah. Uh, it, I, I thought it was interesting. I wasn't expecting that at all, honestly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, his whole deal is he is basically immortal since he's lived all this time because he's half Bugnarok, uh, and because he is a child of the two different factions, he belongs to neither, and he wants to basically erase the concept of society that has the humans and Bugnarok at each other's throats, and he wants them to learn to coexist and share the planet. Mm-hmm. It's it, like, God, that picture. Um, like again, like I, I, like you were talking before, how like he, he, he kind of almost could be the antagonist of the show if we're going by goals, you know? Yeah. He could, he could possibly be a no, boss. Sorry, protagonist. Sorry, sorry. Oh, my es- bad. Especially since a, he's the one narrating the show. Exactly. And b, at the end of the previous episode, he declared himself the man who will become king. And c, he spends this episode talking about how he's the king who will rule over all, as in he's going to basically unite society under himself. Well, what? How did he put it? The unwoven. The unwoven king, which is cool. The, the king who rules over the unwoven. Which that's a pretty badass title he's what they call the protagonist it is a cool arm too though i like that idea of it like a bug arm yeah you know that reminds me what's his name from aladdin the, the guy with the skeleton arm malik what's his name i forget someone someone in the chat will get it <laughs> it reminds me of a certain movie that we haven't seen yet <laughs> little mermaid yes <laughs> the little mermaid 
Yeah. So we get the debut henchman of Spider Kimonos, and he fucks up Death Narok with not only some interesting trickery, some uh, some acrobatics, some fake poison moves, but also actual poison. There was that really fun shot of him like slicing down the tentacle. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, I don't know, Death Death Narok. I'm starting to get a bit tired of. He is kind of flat. Yeah. Sorry. His minion was freaking out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Kame Jimu does that. Death Rock is like he, he's getting let's be honest, he's getting Sentai villainy. Yeah. But like I think there is still something they could do with him. Like I think the he... best thing they hold on. The best thing they could do is it like yeah, he he's he's ruthless and whatever, but he genuinely wants his people to like be safe. I think that's part of it. Like if they go with that, like he's like, I think they could play up that angle. It's like, okay, just because, like, they're scary-looking bugs, it doesn't... I think they need to play up the idea that the humans stole the land from the Bugnarok. Yeah. It, it, it's interesting, and it's... Because then we have... There's villains on both sides. Yeah. Aside from Reculees. <laughs> and I'm sure both sides have a point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, that, I'm sure that's the direction we're headed. Uh, like, I'm, I'm oh, sorry. Just I, I'm, I'm just more into the whole villains bouncing off of each, bouncing off of each other's. We do have other. basically two and a half villains. Yeah, which is interesting. Like I, I and like I again, I'm liking how they're telling the story because like there are different factions. I'm sure they're gonna all be like interwoven at the end. Yeah. No pun intended. But uh, like like a giant spider web. <laughs> they're handling this surprisingly well. Like, this could be a mess. Considering we're only 12 episodes in, this has been pulled off surprisingly well, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean... So far. Well, like, and he could, like, to your point, Thunder, like, he could be, like, he does hate humans, but, like, why wouldn't he, right? Yeah. So is this, uh... We suck. Sorry, Garth? <laughs> we suck. Just... Yeah, 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 we as humans, we, 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 we suck. Yeah, I was thinking about this, like little sidebar for a second here uh-huh. i was thinking about like you know how in like in movies television whatever if there's always if there's like the on land world us and like the underwater world you know like atlantis or like mm-hmm. little mermaid it's always presented as the humans are throwing their shit in the ocean yeah why don't we have one time where like they're throwing their shit on land and it's like stop you're that, polluting that, that, would, that would be a good like instigational event yeah like, we discover them because they're discarding their shit up onto surface you mm. know what i mean what were you gonna say, Emily? But that would ruin the message. That's a great idea. It's not fair to always paint the humans as the bad guys every single time. Oh yeah, I mean it just gets boring after a while, honestly. Yeah. If you just every time no humans are the real monsters. Also, another funny moment we haven't talked about yet. Uh Gira attempting to have a brain blast. <laughs> oh yeah. Jimmy Neutron style. Oh, they went full on in his <laughs> head. Like he's like like you could hear the fucking interstellar theme playing and like as he's like trying to put together what Jeremy's he's just, saying and he's, he's like going full Sherlock. And it a lot of very funny co- beats in this episode, oh, honestly. Because yeah. when it zooms out to I have no idea what you're saying. Like, nope! <laughs> And Jeremy's just frustrated, like, why are you so dumb? Oh my god, no. As someone who writes, like, I I feel his pain. (laughs) If this was an old school anime, just... They'd all be on the floor. so lost that everyone just instantly on the floor, legs up in the air. Teardrops. Is this uh, where we get to the... the, the point where I say, so this is where why this reminds me of Ice and Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying there's some White Walkery vibes going on now with, with 
with uh, what they did with uh, Jeremy. Just also, saying. Also, speaking of Death Rock, he pulled a fucking Rancic and drew a new sword that out of was his own arm. So cool! I yeah. love that. Like, it's like it's like a big old like piece of sh- like bug shell. Yeah, that was cool. Death Rock is like I want to like him, but the problem is like. It's it's the Sentaiisms yeah. that are holding, and and like we've said before, the villains are kind of the least fleshed out thing here. Yeah, like I said, I hope I hope they do something with them. We've got forty ish episodes to go. Cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it looks like next week we're gonna focus more on Jeremy's efforts to stop the humans in Bugnarok from fighting each other, and also the debut of God Tarantula. So we'll see the Zords next week. Yeah. You like tarantulas? Like, like, Who likes tarantulas? Like, I love. Them. Not a fan. Like <laughs> so, so much has so much has happened in this show. I yeah. am now starting to theorize. Where do we go? Where do we go from here? There will be filler episodes for sure. So many plot points swimming in my ear. Oh. The five kings defeated everyone. Yeah, Shut up, Decker. Story. Don't jinx it. Okay. We don't isekai the show. Flips. And then suddenly Truckoon shows up. No. <laughs> he smashes King Ocher. Here, here's the real question. When, when they, God, Truck. That's actually what I was literally about to say. That's how they're gonna have to do it when they do the crossover. That's fine as long as it's in a movie and not the main oh, show. Not like oh, where? Oh, no, I agree. I wouldn't God, want I, this. Sorry, Gar. Hold on. I wouldn't oh, yeah. want this to become, and now we're in the human world, like, as the show. That's basically what Q-Ranger did. The first few episodes are there exploring all these other planets, and then, like, oh, we're on Earth now. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it does feel a bit more... Because, like, the story is more the focus, like Common Rider, so much as the 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 beats, the, the jokes that Sentai uses. And I appreciate like, that for the most part, but as I've been very vocal about, that has unfortunately come at the expense of some of the most beloved tropes of Sentai. You? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to quickly bring it up, I was thinking about that work this week on how Dawn Brothers and King Oger can do their co- crossover, and it's so obvious. How is it? Dawn Brothers had the doors that can let you teleport anywhere in the city. Oh, they just but step through yeah. a warp door and end up in GQ? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, like, they open that. up the door that has the King Odra logo or something on it and just... What just happened? Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> well, maybe, like Haruka just maybe sees the, movie the giant bug and just screams. Is, yeah. is, um, is that an isekai if the opposite happens? If, like, the fantasy thing shows up in the real... Is that still an isekai? The point of... Yes. The definition of isekai is different worlds. Oh, okay, so okay. as long as it's one person going... As long as it's someone going to a world that is not theirs, it's an isekai. Okay. So so me going to Europe technically counts as an isekai. <laughs> That's exactly what she's asking for. As long as, it's, as long as it's in the movie, I'll accept it. <laughs> <laughs> We're making a King Oger movie directed by Raculus. Oh, <laughs> Raculus makes himself to be the big hero. That's that, that's the King Oger movie. That should be kind of funny, like a propaganda film. Though. I mean, that's what the yeah. Raculus specials are, aren't they? No, no, no. I want to see an actual like done of like our loving king and monarch Raculus Haste, like, <laughs> like. <laughs> Wow, and like it's just like it's him like with kids like like he's he's what who loves his people like do it for the children. <laughs> All right, let's get to our feature topic. Good episode.
Okay, thank you very much for having me on the oh. show. Whoops, I forgot to update the sound. Mm. <laughs> We're going to talk about the feature topic now. Mm. Oh, I know that. Thank you for joining us, Emily. I'm actually kind of glad <laughs> she's not here for this topic. Oh, boy. Scott's yeah, I'm, I'm is one of the best. Yeah, hearing what you said, but take care, everyone. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. You as well. So, Gar, would you kindly explain what the ever-loving fuck you made us watch? You want to know why we're not friends anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Eight years of friendship just went down within the span of a half an I mean, hour. If anything was going to do that for me, it was anime. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds legit. <laughs> so, I think my friend Mike Dent shared like a photo of this guy on on Twitter, and I was just like, "Who is this?" And I look up the opening. This is pretty cool. Is this subbed? It is subbed. Ooh, it recently got a Blu-ray remaster. Cool. This you know, I'll, add to, I'll add to Metal. It, I had no context. You, I, so you had hadn't seen opening. this. This got on Blu-ray? Okay, I'll give you this, Gar. Opening alone? Yeah, sure, I get it. Like, okay, no, this looks like fun 80s, cheesy anime. The animation looks cool in the opening, I'll give you that. There like, are some interesting artistic choices at, at some parts of the early episode. However, <laughs> most of this was shit. Like, the, this is one of the worst <laughs> things I've ever watched on this, this show. This got rapey. Quick. Several <laughs> points. Like, okay, like, okay, trigger warnings all around. Like, honestly, oh, yeah. like, there's a lot of fucked up shit in this. Yeah. Including what? actual nipple. So yeah. Uh, so we we gotta thank Kazuhiro Ochi for doing this. Mm, I know where I'm sending my roses. Uh, uh, he was the assistant animation checker for the Transformers the movie. <laughs> I see. Uh, the key, the key animator to Lupin the Third Part Three. Uh, Yurisen Yatsure. He was an animator on that. That that explains a lot. Apparently done by Studio AIC, which, according to my quick Wikipedia, stands for Anime International Company. As you do. <laughs> um. Okay. So let, let, I guess let's get into this. So we open on a suicide. Yeah. It literally starts yeah. with some random jumping in front of a subway train. Which okay. At first I was like. Okay, that that's dark, but you can open it. You can open something that way. You, maybe this is gonna be dark because it was done like the first like minute or so. I was kind of like, okay, this might be interesting, like because the animation was kind of it's so weird. The animation, it's this eighties as fuck. Not only that though, it goes from like super bad to super good. Anyone like, who's not a main character gets basically not animated. It felt like I was watching Fooly Cooly. Like, at first, it felt like, okay, this could be an artistic decision, because, like, everyone else is in black and white. The one person we're focusing on is in color. Okay, that's fine. Um, and then I started noticing, though, like, wow, they're reusing a lot of character models in the backgrounds. Like, in the same shot, they're using a lot of the same animation. Oh, he jumped in front of a train. Like, <laughs> like oh. that was, like, the thought process. And then... Boom! Slam! We go right to the very upbeat theme song. <laughs> that was the most awkward thing in the whole. Like what the fuck? Uh, Guy so jumps in front of train. Tokusatsu <laughs> opening, sung by goddamn Akira Kushida. It, it might as well have been yeah. have just gone full out. Like what's like one of the like more jovial Sentai themes out there? Like <laughs> you got the medals one, two, and three. Life goes on, except his. <laughs> Uh, 
see it. So like the opening, it was pretty cool. It's like, okay, I can get behind this. Oh, there's a space share of Sharivan reference in the opening of him walking with the sun. Yeah, because then uh, it gets really weird and convoluted real fast. Like, so yeah. this was the adventure of the transfer student who was secretly a tokusatsu detective infiltrating a cult of Sailor Moon villains. You get all that? Also, uh, do, do you know who voices the main lead? No. I didn't catch the voice. Toshihiko Seiki. Oh, of course. I should have noticed Momotaros. that. Momotaros. from Deno, among tons of other anime roles. Oh, okay. Okay, so what was weird is, like, I don't know. This felt like they want they needed more time as much as I hate saying that because so much of this felt rushed. Like this felt like the rough cut. Yeah, like there's a lot of nothing going on in this because like yeah. we get to the like there's like I said there's so much repeated animation, there's so much bullshit like in this. Like it also weirds me out how there was just that one dude Gomi who is a high school student but was clearly an adult man. Well, they were, you know, they understood where Sentai was going. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, like I was watching Yu-Gi-Oh season 0 again he, it's just Ushio. And I have to assume this is intentional cuz he looked a lot like Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like, like, I, he's like, hey, don't sit there. Forget the last kid that sat there. He did. He did. You saw it in the opening. So, I also <laughs> like that. I also like that his name was Gomi, which is the word for trash. Of course. Okay. So up to this point, I was kind of enjoying it because, like, one, like I said, that opening it was weird. I was like, okay, that's interesting. And then it just started becoming, oh, this might just be fun, trashy anime. Like the moment we saw <laughs> the guy, like just like doing the pose where he's like kicked back on the tape like on yeah. on his chair and table and he's like shirts down and like okay. for student like and he's like 40 years old like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like i was like okay this could be fun then it got real 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 dated real fast oh boy i do kind of enjoy stuff like this in like a time capsule sense like yeah. wow you could not make this now no nope. for the most part unless it was just straight up porn like and that's that was half this episode was like when's the porn gonna start <laughs> when's the fucking because like it gets like real violent real fast in ways that don't feel like they want it for the it, like not it earn that's a good word for it like it feels like well, we're OVA in the late '80s. It's we time get away for, with what we want. It's time to have the violence of, of women scene, like because, like, yeah, he punches her first, oh, right, yeah. or smacks her around. We get a real classy panty shot from that. Thanks, one of several, one of several, several, and, and like, then like they're just straight up assaulting her. Yeah, he's on the desk, on her. He's groping her, like... Pulling up her skirt. And our hero's sitting over there. The protagonist has just been sitting there the whole time and chooses to wait until his leg is... His arm is up her leg like, to fucking do something like, about it. It almost takes to the point of dick out before our protagonist... <laughs> like, like, okay, I'm gonna stop this. Like, yeah, and he had a look on his face, too. Like, I want to see how this turns out. Like, <laughs> Let's see where this goes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I want to see so where this the, goes. Then our hero finally saves the girl by throwing a dart. Yeah, he's got darts. Oh, and so can we talk about uh, about Sylvester's like cronies? Like, cause like one was like this blonde guy with a pompadour. The other guy looked like he had like the spiky orange hair. Like the three of them together reminded me of the Vaporeon brothers. <laughs> Like, it was very, it was very weird. That one dude with like the two toned hair looks like he could have been a side character in Hunter Hunter. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, he, then they, uh, they, they, they fucking fight and shit. 
and then the teacher finally shows up. It's like, God, like, and like, this is just a sad thing to think about because, wow, like, people really didn't give a crap about sexual assault in the 80s, like, at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that, this, again, this, that, that whole scene didn't feel like they were like, oh, we're going to show how, like, bad it is. It felt like, again, gratuitous fan service. Exactly. That look, yes. Like, <laughs> man, sitting there watching. <laughs> and yeah, then the teacher comes in and the punks decide to fuck off. And then the main character, on his way out, just gives her a good old slap on the butt. Just old goose in it. And apparently they're uh, best butt. Like, like, granted that we eventually find out that the two of them are working together. They're they're like in agents infiltrating. That doesn't make it better. No, <laughs> but like, without that context, him just doing that to her seems completely fucking out of nowhere. Like just fucking like. Well, no, again, it's, I'm a guy, she's a gal, pinch the ass. Yeah. Like, ugh. Like, okay, maybe, like, I remember, maybe like, next later... Time I should watch the feature time. Fucking maybe. <laughs> Wait, you didn't watch this? Not before putting it on the schedule. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I'm not even against, like, we're talking about it. Like, like we got... Oh, we're talking We got it. stuff to say. Like, it doesn't always need to be positive. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, like... You know, uh, you know what was positive? The ad for Coca Coca. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. Because, <laughs> like, at first, my mind, whenever I see any form of product placement, my go to line is, boy, I should could go for a nice, tasty blank, no matter what it is. Yeah. Like, it, it, it could be for fucking, like, uh, like Avis, like, car rentals. <laughs> Hail, I Avis! <laughs> I sure could go for a tasty Avis right now. <laughs> So I was gonna do that, but then I was like, wait a minute, that's not, what the hell? I had to go back, I'm like, no, that says Coca-Coca. But it's like, it had the fucking, like, the right script and every, like, and it's so prominent in the shop, shot that I'm like, wait, is this product placement? And they just Englished it. Yep. I, is that th possible? There it is, Coca-Coca. What's it say? Trademark. Trademark Rego? Rego? Enjoy. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know either. Anyway, that's going in the thumbnail. Uh, imagine, yeah, no, they, well, I mean, to be fair, I wouldn't call this really gore porn, but there's some involved. So anyway, after, after we get some brief shots of, like, this weird red-eyed guy in the mask, we then cut to him back at school the next day, and we meet Amokusa Shiro, who is immediately predicted to be the villain, because this, <laughs> it, subtlety is not a thing this episode has. Like, okay, not even the fact that he's... Okay, we're introducing a new character fucking two-thirds into the thing. He has the red eyes still. Yep, his eyes are all red and creepy, and he's all abrasive. And he's like, we don't allow motorcycles here at school. <laughs> and this asshole proceeds to immediately produce, I have a permit for this motorbike. I did the old uh, uh, Ron Swanson, I can do whatever I want note. <laughs> this just says I can do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, we gotta talk than, about the best burn ever. Juliet one. Sorry, again. Sorry, guy. What? Oh, just hey, it's better than the Romeo, the Romeo and Juliet clause. Oh yeah, ew, yeah. <laughs> Don't look that one up, people. Um, no, remember the like the greatest like burn ever, especially for like this audience. <laughs> Go read so much manga. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That, that 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 almost felt like a just straight up like look at the camera. Don't be nervous. That was when uh, main guy goes uh, fighting with the mafia thugs in the alleyway. Yeah, and they they like say all the fucking tropey lines of like confronting dudes in alleyways, 
and then he whoops all their asses, and it's clear that's where the budget for this special went into that fight sequence. Yeah, it looked good. And then, like, yeah, as he walks off, he's like, don't read so much manga. Had he henchened at that point? Yet? No. Okay. He no. only henchens the once that's at the true, end of it. True, true, So, yeah, like, after the permit for the bikes, like, like I don't know what the hell the plot is at this point. There, it's it's the two of them investigating this like culty mafia that are kidnapping and, and murdering people. I guess so. We 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 get to see we see the teacher investigating the bar like rare rare. Yeah, they had a weird name. Full of fucking Sailor Moon wannabe villains. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we gotta talk about that for a second. There is a evil clown, shockingly large amount of stuff that resembles Sailor Moon in this. Yeah. And this predates Sailor Moon. Oh yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> um, yeah, so the teacher, I keep forgetting her name. So she goes into this bar, tries to find uh, Gomi, the big dude. And it, she gets attacked, but she kicks ass at first. She kicks ass for a little bit, but of course she's a woman, so she eventually gets overpowered by sheer numbers. And then it happens. Then they just start ripping her clothes off, including an actual nipple shot. Yeah, and again, it's like, ugh, this is uncomfortable. This is, again, gratuitous and unasked for. Yeah. Guys, see my problems with this. And then, like, the high school main female character gets, like, hypnotized, and then they try to feed her blood, and then there's a tuxedo mask moment or something. Yeah. It turns out one of the clowns is Hikaru in disguise. Ha ha! I like the part where, like. Go ahead, go ahead. I forgot to mention that one of the biggest complaints about this was that it was too rushed. No. It definitely looks like it was like we said, this looks like it was the rough cut. Like there's just so much time the animation goes fucking wonky. The the story makes no sense. Like like and they they're running through everything. Yeah. It's like well, I guess that's what you get when you have one, two, three, uh five animators. Jesus. <sighs> For a thirty minute special? Jesus. Wow. With their own unique art styles. That explains why the whole background characters don't get full character models thing was not consistent. The, the, the pieces fall a little more into place, don't they? <laughs> so, Amakusa Shiro reveals his true form, and it's just a horrifying giant monstrosity kit bash of different monster parts. Kind of neat. Like, just a little out of place, I guess. But, like, I mean... It, it, it's just like generic monster like there's nothing particular or thematic about its design it's just big fucking monster yeah then like it had like resident evil eyes on the shoulders again like there and it's spit fire this this anime what look this ova wasn't good but it is prescient <laughs> like <laughs> if anything it, like it just predicted a lot of shit and, uh, th and then we get the actual henshin. Uh, Hikaru turns into Hikaru on, and I guess I can throw this under the list of toku heroes who use their own name as their hero name, kind of. Close I enough. was a bit upset by the fact that there was no real, like, origin behind the power to. No, he's just, he just just has it. He's a metal hero. Uh, that being said, it, um, it, it's almost like they wanted this to be like the pilot that they used to pitch a series that never happened. Yeah, it does have a bit, a bit of that feel. Um, I'll get I'll give it this. Like the, the engine itself was kind of neat looking. Like it felt like of the time. You know, the whole yeah. like, arms and shit. I like the suit. The it, the suit I, was all right. I like the color scheme of it. I like black and it red. It definitely looks like a metal hero. It yeah. had all the bleeps and bloops too. Yeah, that was like there were some good glory shots in this. 
So we in see the eye catch there was the live action suit. Yeah, yeah I saw that. They Gar, built what? the suit to show it off for three seconds. Like Gar, what was that? Like they, they apparently just did it because they could. Okay. Like, <laughs> so that's why there was and less budget in the animation. Where is that suit now? I will make an offer. <laughs> no, no, no joke. I could not find any like clean or like any shot of that suit. I'm just like, why didn't you just do that? <laughs> like, that's so interesting. I, like, it's more interesting than the thing itself. Because, again, this story is very, eh. It, like, not a lot happens. The protagonist sucks. Like, <laughs> like he's just a... He's just a generic anime protagonist boy. I know. Like, he's got, like, he is 80s anime protagonist. Like, down to the goddamn gloves. I was gonna say the gloves! It, it, I think, in a weird way, it feels like... So, like, like the creator of this was a fan of like the Space Sheriff shows. Mm-hmm. Well, like that's what I'm reading now is that he was I a tribute like he... to Space Sheriffs. Yeah, like he liked it, but I feel like he didn't. He didn't understand it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like so... it looks the part, it just doesn't do yeah. the part. Yeah. So uh, he shows off his his stuff. He's got the beam gun. He's got the bike spare on. And then the laser blade. He pulls the katana out of the pistol somehow. I mean, that was cool. I actually like that shot. Like again, the look of this works. Like this, this could I feel like this could have been its own Metal Hero thing. Like yeah. But I I get. I guess the point of it was just to be uh, we're fans. Let's make our own. Yeah. Which also like I'm reading this. Or you tell me. Apparently this, like. It, it visually looks like um, Sharivan. Yeah, uh, Space Sharivan. Hang on. Yeah, I can, uh, I can see a, I can see a bit of a resemblance. I will say the one, the, the, the one shot in this thing that I lo- thought was genuinely cool was the first person shot inside the helmet. I wanted to say that legitimately made me go, yeah. "Whoa, that's cool." Like, that looked like something out of Terminator, but I love, like, the, the visor was in the frame. Like, it looked like Metroid, honestly. A little bit. Again, something I I wonder. <laughs> wonder how many people saw this. Yeah, like, that, that, it's not the same, but I, like, again, the black and red color scheme. Yeah. But, I, I, again, I just, I thought it was a cool looking, like, the animation was really well done, too, for, for the suit, you know? Yeah. But, overall, just. So, he does. Justice Blade, and then finishes him off with Just Bang Break. <laughs> oh, God. In this show? And then they've killed the monster, and then Hikaru transfers out of the school because they reveal that Hikaru and the teacher, Azumi were a pair of agents who infiltrate schools trying to take down this evil monster cult. And it literally ends with him assaulting her again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and also, there was one shot of, like, the, the high school girl... Who was like, and then Gomi, the bully, like comes up at her out of the shadows, and they reveal oh, yeah. that he's got a really fucked up, mutated face now for a reason that's never explained. And then they don't show what happens to that scene, and then at the end of the special, he's just back to normal and alive. Yeah, and he's like running the coach, like he's like coaching people, like they're like they're doing jogging, and I'm like, this guy's a rapist! Like, <laughs> someone do something! Like, he shouldn't be allowed in school. No. He's 40! <laughs> I'm a man! I'm 40! You graduated 13 years yes. ago! Like... <laughs> uh, 
Oh my god. And Ugh. then cue the ending song. Oh boy. Music was alright. Um <laughs> I mean if you got Akira Kusha to singing your theme song, it's a banger. You're right. I guess that is what this no. show is probably mostly known for, is the music and the the fan service. Well, it it just felt like if you want a toku, there are better shows, and if you want hentai, there's better hentai. Again, like we were waiting for like them to start fucking. Like, <laughs> like I mean, hentai usually does have like forty minutes startup, so yeah. I I was I was expecting something more of a toku hero thing. Yeah. Not, not uh, you thought wrong. <laughs> you were wrong. You made the bad choice, Gar. Maybe, uh, that... maybe we should have watched something like more Futo P.I. Or, or the indie movie, Orc. Or maybe next time, which isn't next time, but E.K. Boys. That looks cool. That's neat. I like that poster. It's about two American nerds who are into Toku finding long-lost like Toku nerd shit. Cool. When did this come out? Uh, it came out like last year. Billy Zane? <laughs> What? Billy Zane's in it. Handsome. What the hell? Yeah. Neat. Put it on the schedule. Put a cork in it, Zane. It, it it's currently available for free over on Shout Factory. Interesting. Neat. It's a cool suit. Uh, but I, yeah, this wasn't good. Don't watch it. It's not even worth the thirty minutes of watching. Like it. I, I think it's no. like I said. I think it's an interesting time capsule because there's like just. I do find it interesting to see shows where, like, wow, this was just what it was. Wow. There is some good animation, but, like, there's, there's better less, ways to spend 30 minutes. It's less than half of it that's good. Yeah, like, much less. It, again, like, I gotta admit, it got reactions out of me, so, like, that's something. But... Yeah, if you're, like, looking for bad 80s anime, this is absolutely on your list. Yeah. See, like, when we talk about stuff yeah. like this, it's not always... You know, I do like different shit, so I gotta give it that. Like that—that's different for this show, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Any other closing thoughts, Gar? Well, um, just thoughts? go watch G Gavon. It's also available over here in the West legally. Yeah. There, there are better anime toku shows out there like yeah. miss kuro itsu from the monster department or love after world domination that one don't read the last volume it was other crap <laughs> <laughs> the, all right the, well the series got canceled so they rushed an ending speaking of cancel let's cancel this podcast oh. and no <laughs> all right well that is cast ranger for the week thank you all for listening Watching, liking, favoriting, sharing, subscribing, hitting the bell, and being awesome. Jikai Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. We next week we'll be talking about the Geats Revice movie Battle Royale. I have already watched it. It was real good. I watched it with you. I had food poisoning. Let's <laughs> <laughs> good. Alright, and of course, I have to shout out our currently active patrons on Patreon. That would be Blaze, Armorhide, Sentai VT, and Michael Harper. Thank you all very much for your support. And of course, you could be added to this list of names by checking out our Patreon. And uh, if you go to our primary hub site, castranger.podbean.com, you can find not only our Patreon, but our Facebook, Twitter, merch store, Discord server, 
and all of our cool shit. So uh, let us know what you thought about these episodes in the comments. Let us know if there's anything specific you'd like us to talk about. And uh, we will see you next week. Stay Sentai.